Recognized as one of the world's greatest philanthropies, Shriners Hospital for Children is an international hospital system recognized for transforming the lives of children throughout expert care and research. And now, another episode of the Shriners Hospital for Children Chicago podcast series, Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Melanie Cole. Sleep problems that occur frequently in the general population can be even more common in individuals with spinal cord injury. Here to tell us today about sleep, activity, and the health behaviors in young adults with spinal cord injury is my guest, Dr. Alicia January. She's a research psychologist at Shriners Hospital for Children in Chicago. Allie, I'm so glad to have you with us today, and what a great topic this is. Let's start by setting the stage. How does spinal cord injury affect sleep and health behaviors, and what type of problems do you commonly see? With spinal cord injury, as you mentioned already, sleep issues are important for everyone, even in the general population. But in spinal cord injury, there are unique problems that can make individuals with SEI even more prone to sleep problems. Things like pain um, that individuals with spinal cord injury may make it difficult to fall asleep or to stay asleep, for example. Um, There are other secondary conditions that can interfere with sleeping, things like spasticity or needing to wake in the middle of the night to do your nighttime calfing routine, for example. And there's also hormones that can be a problem in spinal cord injury that can make it more difficult to fall asleep and stay asleep. Well, certainly, I I hear what you're saying, and these problems can be so pervasive and really affect the whole quality of life, which could already be so compromised with spinal cord injury. So tell us about your study that aims to investigate the sleep activity and health behaviors of these young adults compared to their peers. Because we know that sleep is essential for good physical health and sleep is essential for good emotional and psychological health, um, what we wanted to do is we want to look at these sleep patterns in individuals with spinal cord injury compared to their peers without spinal cord injury and to see if indeed they have more problems with sleep compared to their peers who do not have an injury. Um, And then we want to have people paired up with a health coach to see if they can identify something that they could change to improve their physical health and well-being. Um, And that might be sleep. Uh, As I mentioned, that's a focus of the study, but it could also be another element of physical activity being involved in their community. For example, other health behaviors that they might want to target for change in working with a health coach. So how are you conducting this study? Are they completing surveys? Are they wearing trackers? How are you conducting this study? We're having them do a combination of exactly what you just mentioned. So they're going to fill out surveys that are related to their own report of sleep as well as activity behaviors. Um, And then they're also, you mentioned a tracker, they're also going to wear a tracker that's kind of like a Fitbit device, um, which I think most people are familiar with, but it's much more sophisticated. So it gives us a better breakdown of when people are being physically active and how physically active they are, as well as when they're sleeping. Um, And so we'll get a good sense of both their subjective or their self-report of sleep, as well as that objective measure of using the tracker. Well, what other health concerns do you feel are so important as far as activity, diet, other health behaviors? Do you feel that some of these are due to psychosocial aspects of the condition, feelings of depression, anger, denial, any of these kinds of things that can affect not only our health behaviors, but certainly sleep? It's 
kind of a cycle, right? Um, if you, you mentioned emotional or psychosocial issues as well as physical health, um, and those two things are incredibly interrelated, right? If you are feeling depressed or anxious, you're less likely to engage in physical activity. You're more likely to have poor sleep. And then when you don't engage in activity, you have poor sleep, you're more likely to have more health issues. So it can be really a cycle. So when we're looking at those challenges, you know, accessibility or engaging in physical activity and exercise, the expertise needed to help people exercise, you know, these young people really need somebody to be with them. Do you feel that this is one of those challenges that could limit those health behaviors? Absolutely. And that's actually one of the things that we are looking at in the study is that we are asking people specifically to report back on some of the barriers to being more physically active in their life so that we can get a better understanding of that as well. Do you feel that a simple, brief educational intervention such as this podcast can help improve health and sleep behaviors among young adults? What would you like them to know about being involved in this and about education, not only for the young adults, but for their families as well so they can get involved and it can be a family affair? I think it's important to know that when we sleep, when we're active and have enough energy to participate in the community, um, we feel better, both emotionally and physically. And so it's, it's really important that we're doing all the things that we can to sleep well and be active um, and be as healthy as we can. And that's true, as I mentioned before, and as you mentioned, that's true of everybody. But knowing that it can be a particular risk in spinal cord injury, it's important to be aware of it. So as we wrap up, what do you want us to learn about young adults with spinal cord injuries and how we can provide them with support to make healthy sleep, diet and activity choices, and tell us about your team at Shriners. One of the things that I, I want people to know um, is that we, we need to be alert for doing all the behaviors that we know are related to getting better sleep, having a regular sleep sc schedule, um, trying to avoid or to come up with a good nighttime routine to minimize disruptions, even if you might, as I mentioned, sometimes our, the, for our patients with SCI, sometimes they might have to schedule a catheterization in the middle of the night. So how do you come up with a schedule to minimize that disruption to your sleep? Um, so those are some things that I want people to be aware of um, and to, to just be aware of that sleep can be so common in spinal cord injury, but that there's tips and there's ways to improve sleep. Um, and that physical activity is also incredibly important. We don't want people living sedentary lives, right, um, whether or not they have a spinal cord injury. So staying active, staying involved, getting good sleep, all related to good physical function, good emotional function. So I should, of course, mention the team here at Shriners. And this study specifically, we have a wonderful team put together. Um, I'm working with Kathy Zabracki, who's a clinical psychologist here at the Chicago Hospital, um, who has a ton of experience working in um, outcomes research with spinal cord injury and psychosocial well-being and spinal cord injury. And of course, um, Dr. Lawrence Vogel, um, who is well known in uh, the spinal cord injury pediatric spinal cord injury world, and then our health coach, uh, Trish Ryan, who's going to be the one who's going to be working with people and coming up with um, plans to address a health behavior to kind of improve their functioning. 
So well said. Thank you so much, Allie, for coming on with us today and sharing your expertise. What an interesting study. Please let us know how this turns out and come back on and join us again. And that concludes this episode of Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospital for Children in Chicago. Please visit our website at ShrinersChicago.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago podcasts. For more health tips and updates, please follow us on your social channels. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.